Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Treatment of rheumatoid arthritis to remission optimally ensures control of symptoms, prevention of structural damage, and optimization of function and quality of life. Adherence to medical treatment is, therefore, critical for comprehensive and successful management of RA. In a new study, a research team evaluated the influence of distinct domains of RA disease activity, functional limitation, and mood disturbance, as well as RA-specific knowledge and patients' beliefs about medications on treatment adherence. Today, I'm speaking with the lead author of the study, Dr. George A. Carpuzas, who is a professor of medicine at UCLA and chief of rheumatology at the Lundquist Institute for Biomedical Innovation at Harbor UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Carpuzas. Let's dive into your study. To start, can you tell us more about the proposed model you use to evaluate the impact of disease activity, functional limitation, mood disturbance, and RA-specific knowledge among patients with RA? Thank you, Amanda. Of course, specifically, we evaluated 285 patients with established RA from our center, and we set up a model in which we alleged that disease activity, as measured by DAS-28 CRP, mood disturbance, and functional limitations, as well as RA-specific knowledge, would be expected to predict beliefs patients have about necessity of medications and concerns about them, which in turn would impact their adherence to such medications. Mm-hmm. So how does RA-specific knowledge influence treatment adherence? Well, that's a good question. You would assume that knowing more about your disease specifics and the medications you're talking would foster your ability to understand that you need them and uh, basically would foster your adherence. However, what we quickly found out is that RA-specific knowledge in our model was not significantly associated with either medication beliefs or adherence, and therefore it was quickly dropped out of our model. Now, there's quite a few reasons for that. Now, the classic patient knowledge questionnaire, which is standardized and which is still in use, is antiquated. It was basically formed in the mid-1990s, and many of the questions that are in that questionnaire are no longer relevant, if you will. There's questions about medications in there that are not even used in our current armamentarium, like penicillamine, or there's a ton of questions about NSAIDs, and there's no questions about biologic DMARDs, which are basically one of the mainstays of treatment in this disease. So, therefore, because many of those questions were technically antiquated and perhaps obsolete, we found really no relevance of theory-specific knowledge as it pertains to those in our model. So that was completely dropped. That's interesting. So how do distinct domains of RA, such as disease activity, functional limitation, and mood disturbance, impact clinical outcomes and medication adherence? Our assumption was that all those parameters would culminate into better adherence. So after the 
specific knowledge about RA was quickly dropped, then different modifications that we applied to our model allowed us to suggest uh, the addition of two additional paths. One was from mood disturbance to adherence in patients treated with conventional synthetic DMARDs, and a second path from disease activity to adherence in patients taking biologicals. And the addition of those two paths basically improved the goodness of fit of our models and uh, yielded more meaningful results. To that end, what we found was disease activity, first of all, mood disturbance and functional limitation, collectively representing salient components, as I mentioned earlier, of this clinical impact of RA, are all significantly correlated, meaning disease activity adversely impacted mood directly and functional ability, both directly and indirectly, through mood disturbance. Additionally, mood disturbance directly worsens functional limitation, which is not really a surprise. Now, we also found that disease activity, functional limitations, and mood disturbance influenced adherence via multiple and often competing pathways, both directly and indirectly, through a necessity concerns evaluation and appraisal by the patient. So RA activity directly, for example, promoted adherence in patients uh, with biologic DMARDs. Now, in contrast to that, in patients with conventional synthetic DMARD treatment alone, RA activity had an indirect net negative effect on adherence. And uh, that main pathway was through worsening mood disturbance, which in turn attenuated adherence. What this means is that the experience of disease activity in patients who take biologicals may be sufficiently impactful to independently promote medication adherence. By contrast, disease activity in those who only take conventional synthetic DMARDs may be largely experienced as depressed mood, which may in turn overwhelm the, their capacity to adhere. The other thing we found is that mood disturbance adversely influenced adherence directly in patients and conventional synthetic DMARDs, yet there was no significant direct or net indirect effect of mood disturbance on adherence to biologicals. And lastly, functional limitations fostered adherence through enhanced awareness of medication necessity. Mm-hmm. And were there differences in patients treated with biologic DMARDs versus conventional synthetic DMARDs? As you know, there, there is a precedent in the literature for wanting to examine those patients separately because clearly there's emerging data from biologic trials that biologicals perhaps have superior effects on uh, moderating mood in patients with rheumatoid arthritis compared to conventional synthetic DMARDs. So what we also found through our modeling that created empirical evidence to, to support that, and therefore we examined those models separately, is that the type of medication treatment, meaning biologic DMARDs versus conventional synthetic DMARDs, may in fact moderate the effect of disease activity on mood disturbance. Basically, what we found is that the difference between BDMARDs and conventional synthetic DMARDs on that path was actually significant, especially when we used time-averaged disease activity to evaluate this. 
So that's why it's important to examine those things separately. And it appears that biologic DMARDs have this salient difference compared to conventional synthetic DMARDs in moderating the effect of disease activity on mood disturbance. Mm-hmm. Great. So what is the overall key take-home message from this study? The message should be that distinct domains of clinical impact of rheumatoid arthritis influence treatment adherence directly or indirectly through a necessity concern framework applied by the patient when they make that decision. So mood disturbance or concerns about medication may be complementary yet salient uh, intervention targets for comprehensive RA management, promoting medication adherence. So the former, meaning mood disturbance, may be more relevant for patients on conventional synthetic DMARDs, whereas the latter uh, may be more significant for patients who are treated with biologic DMARDs. Absolutely. Thank you again for speaking with me today, Dr. Karpuzas. Thank you very much, Amanda, for this opportunity to communicate our findings to the broader rheumatology audience.